1: Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, some 41, 30 Seconds from Mars. Oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
2: This will be fun. It's the Good Morning Football Podcast, week 12 of the NFL season just sounds and smells like the right time to start a podcast. Yeah, that's right. Gangs all here, Schrager, Kyle Brandt, I'm looking at you. Nate and drinking an eggnog latte. Yeah. You and your bad self. We just got upset, so we thought we'd sit down and sort of do the after show once in a while. Maybe once a week, maybe more. I don't this
3: is know, it. So, this is the GMFB podcast. It's official. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and our show's on NFL Network every morning from 7 to 10 a.m. Eastern. You can tweet us all the time. I think Twitter will be probably a big part of this podcast.
4: Yeah. You can catch the re air too at 10 to 1. I Eastern. think Twitter's a big hours. part of
5: our show. We try to incorporate more than any other show. I feel like we try to incorporate the viewer. So, now let's just make it a community. You guys tweet us. We'll answer your stuff on the podcast too. To yeah. wrap
2: up week eleven, you said that the Texans were going to beat the Raiders. How'd Twitter treat you? That, that
5: horrible. Night? You'd think I like drape myself in Texans I don't care about the Texans, but I said the Texans were going to beat the Raiders. The Raiders won on a couple shady calls. I yeah. thought, and basically Raider Nation like prowled on me. Twitter is a harsh. It's Did not a safe pr- space. Was it? Were
2: they actually mean, or were they? they pretty me, nice. They were
5: just like you know, like show us what's it respect on your name. Like, it was, <laughs> 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 like uh, Peter, uh, you made the point too. It wasn't
4: like you picked Niners over Patriots. You weren't doing it to be yeah. crazy. I like. That and show they was show didn't look not great
5: hot in, in the first eight. half. That's right. true. No, for and, sure. And Kay, that's kind of the thing with our show. If you're just listening and you don't watch, we don't do a Friday's pick segment where, where there's like some goofy thing because that's exactly what we don't want to end up doing rooting for teams. But that was one of the rare situations where we brought up who I was taking. And it turns well, out it was wrong. Well, because, to be
2: honest, you were the only person to in pick. Me, in media. In me, but Out of, what, over 30 <laughs> of pounds. the most well-respected people in the industry, you were the only one against the grain.
5: I thought they were going to do it, too. They had it. I'm not going to blame that, that. We're talking about the Monday Night Game, obviously. I'm not going to blame the officials necessarily, but I thought Bill O'Brien had some questionable play call decisions late. Yeah. When you're going for it, on fourth down with seven minutes, and then all of a sudden you're punting with two minutes. I'm not sure there's a, there's a playbook you're really going by. It sounds like you're going by your gut.
3: Yeah, it was some questionable play calls, but also the calls that went against them. You know, people gave you a hard time, but Peter, you nailed it, though. If you're really looking at it from a football perspective, they came out flat, and it's exactly what you called. You said, how does this young team that's been successful all year bounce back from being on a bye— and dealing with, I guess, the pressures of being a good team. Yeah, all of a sudden, like, you're the cute guy in school after being ugly your freshman and sophomore year. So they didn't play the best game. And I don't think anybody who picked the Raiders would have predicted that they would have, you know, two big plays in the final moments of the game. But what we do know about the Raiders is they're not afraid. You look at Derek Carr, you look at some of these young guns, skill positions, but the play calling for me, that is it right there. Like, Mm -hmm. for a coach, I've never seen – Maybe it has happened, but I haven't seen a coach make this many gutsy calls and put this much trust in a young player's hands as Del Rio has done with their car. And that right there is exciting. So
2: me. the Raiders are 8 and 2, but Traeger, what did they show you?
5: The Raiders show me that they can win in a variety of ways when you got guys like Ala Wale making big plays and Jalen Richard. I mean, to me, that was cool. They went to a neutral field, there was a crazy setting. I know it was a lot of Raiders fans, but I mean, to put a button on Monday night, it was like. We know about Crabtree, we know about Latavius Murray, but they won with different guys last night on offense, and that's huge. If, if they everybody know, guys, can hear you the know, ambulances I mean right now in right. our podcast, we're, we're
2: in, in the middle of New York City, guys.
5: Oh, it's Excuse real out We here. are in
4: New York. You know what was take us behind the, the curtain here of the show? So we're in the production meeting this morning, and the other thing from Monday Nighter was officiating stuff. And we're talking this morning about, like, do you want to lead with the refs? And I personally, I said no. I, I call it referee radio. We used to do that. You throw out a referee topic. The phone lines light up. Everyone wants to bitch and complain about the refs or pick up their back. But I don't find it good content. And especially we did it so hard after that Bill Seahawks. I don't enjoy sitting there out at the breakfast
5: table, as we call it, and talking refs.
2: Yeah, I think you put your mouth closer to that. Oh, hello, hello. I hello. Here I don't Jeez. like talking Jeez. refs.
4: Yeah.
5: <laughs> uh, as a sports radio guy, you worked on the Jim Rome Show for several years. You know the beats of like what gets... The audience, goes, so even with the producers, you can chime in because, yes, if you do a Hall of Fame debate, All it's going to be easy. You want to talk about
4: Conference realignment. Should the Big 12 add another team? Hall of Fame officiating. I, I find it listen. tedious. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'll take your answer off the air. We, we've talked about how that goes. I don't want this show to go that way. I, I'd rather talk about players or play calls. I just don't want to talk about Jerome Boger or Gene Steratore for three hours in the morning. I know. That's my prerogative.
2: Unfortunately, it's a story. Raider is. fans is how we started this on Twitter. And I, I've been saying this since August. Power ranking fan bases. Raiders are at the top, man. They hit us up more than anybody, so that's sort of what got me excited about this team before they even played a single snap in the regular season was how woke these fans are on at the that West time Coast. Of day. Stay it's woke, amazing. yeah, they stay woke. Um, we got Thanksgiving this week, guys. <laughs> yes, Thanksgiving. Are we excited? Okay, it's Thanksgiving games. Eve. The, right games. Now, too.
3: It's first, the games. It's your
2: first, but it's your first Thanksgiving in New York City, right?
3: It is. It's my first uh, Thanksgiving, in New York City slash New Jersey. I'm excited. I'm excited for the food. I'm excited to sit back and watch these games. You know, for me, I I talked about it a little on the show, a a guy that didn't make the Super Bowl, Like I vividly remember having more chills, more anxiety, more butterflies um, on that game because it was a moment in time. How many did you play in? Because you were with the Lions for how long? I played played four years with the Lions. More than like a Monday nighter and everything? More than a Monday nighter. It was just different because – that Sunday game, you know that people are parked on their butts with food on their plates and they're watching football. Monday night, it's it's almost like a cult following. Yeah, it's on TV, but then there's other people that watch different things. I mean, it's it's you know Monday night shows, and I'm going out to the movies Mondays, but when it's Thanksgiving, everybody, even if you're not a football fan, you do it just because, because it's customary. So I love those games, and I've got my butt dealt to me on those games and had to walk away with a loss. But there's nothing sweeter and i talked about it going into that locker room yelling and screaming quite frankly knowing that you're about to go have some drinks and you're about to go get fat and you're fresh off of a win the best feeling ever
2: as great as it might be you are you have missed out on my favorite holiday maybe of the year and that's the Wednesday the night before. <laughs> it, uh, uh, it just hey. occurred to me sitting here. So explain that, that to me either, though. Like, you're I either don't getting get ready for a game, so you're at the team hotel or you're you know, in college doing something, you didn't get to experience the fantastic mid-20 return to the hometown. Oh yeah. Biggest oh, no. drinking night of the year. Close the bar down, make out sessions everywhere. Uh, situation of Wednesday night. You have nowhere to be on Thursday. You sleep in and eat. <laughs> Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, Listen,
4: the night before Thanksgiving is Hook Up Christmas. That is the <laughs> night. And if you guys are listening to this on a That's, Wednesday. By the
2: way, that is not why it's my favorite holiday. <laughs> oh, it is but for it's me. It's <laughs> great to go back it home is. and no, see people awesome. you haven't seen
3: Hook Up no, Christmas.
2: Especially that first
3: time. Maybe you you're we're a freshman in college. Uh, it makes sense right now. You guys explain it to me. Yeah. 100%. The way it works
4: is because you know you get Thanksgiving break from college or what, what, what have you. And you go back. Sometimes it's the first time you've been back to town since high school. So you go to the bar. For us, it was Flatlanders in Lincolnshire, Illinois. And you show up, and there's the old crew. And there's your old girlfriend there's the old girl you hooked up with once and everyone is just kind of look they're excited they're they're looking good everyone's a little drunk everyone's looking to find their their hookup mate for the night and so if you're listening to this on Wednesday and you're going out to those bars tonight happy hunting tiger go get them fish are jumping in the boat happy
5: hunting tiger my (laughs) my memory was always after college when everyone came back and now had like the big I was grew up in New Jersey so these big New York jobs these guys come in wearing sport coats like I'm Uh, a banker at Goldman now like yeah it's a Wednesday night why are you wearing your suit to the I got bar. a signing
4: bonus. <laughs> Is
3: yeah. The blue blazer with the, the khakis exactly, on. Exactly.
5: Like, you know, okay, get over yourselves. And I was like a struggling sports writer, and I'm like, I wrote a blog post on the best kickers of all time. Like, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't happening for me. I was living at home for the first couple years after college. Let's just say it was not a rotating door of female guests at that time.
2: In college, I bartended a little bit after college as well. So Wednesday night I raked it in. Mm-hmm. I looked forward to it more than anything because you if you bartend on like a New Year's Eve or a Halloween, it's hell. It's literally hell because it's people who never go out and they don't know how to act and they don't know how to tip. It's the worst thing. People are throwing up everywhere. People are hooking up in the bathrooms. Mm -hmm. Wednesday night is like You and your boys, you and your boys, you and your girlfriends, you go out, it's normal, you're not dressed to impress, you're not, like, there's the same special, you want $10 buckets, you got $10 buckets, whatever (laughs) it is, and it's always a good vibe, so I've always raked it in. And then you wake
5: up Thursday, and you might have the Thanksgiving Day Parade on, you might go to your local high school Thanksgiving I tried to
2: run a 5K once, and I stopped midway, and (laughs) I did the the old 5K, (laughs) Edison Park, Illinois. Oh, you did the Edison Park Turkey Turkey Trot. I love it, I've done it in
4: Hinsdale, I've done a Turkey Trot. I
2: started, I did not finish. Full disclosure, you really? but yeah, but, then you, what was but your, what's your? Uh, I
3: thought you were a good runner.
2: No, I'm just quick.
4: When <laughs> Short I want distances to be. against the buffalo, not the turkey.
5: And I was—you just toss on either CBS or Fox. Mm-hmm. You've got the Lions usually on the early game, yeah. the Cowboys on the late game, and then it's just—it's—it's it's just gluttony. I mean, yeah. it is pure gluttony. You just eat and eat. In a couple of years, I had to be at games to cover them, and it's like a real depressing thing to be in a press box yeah. on Thanksgiving Day when you know all your family mm. and all your friends are sitting there on the couch and fortunately guys this is gonna sound cheesy but we're gonna be together for Thursday morning we're gonna be I'm on air really excited yeah. and it. I'm fired up for it I hope there's good food because that's part of my Thanksgiving it better not be like here's some uh, cookie no I wanna have a feast guys yeah. the producers have to treat us to a wonderful meal because I will poor put on Tim a show poor Tim Brown is in the corner the, show, of the room right now I wanna
3: eat during the show yeah right.
5: I'm sure the viewers sure. will love watching me I, I will put oh, on I a want show like
2: a, I want leftovers on the Friday show in the morning I wanna be in our pajamas if we can get that going we're actually we taking our show Going to be in yeah, we're taking our the show on the road, I think. We just want to have a little bit more of an intimate space, so we're going to be uh, kicking it, so very excited about that. Do you guys approach Thanksgiving week differently with what you eat because you know you're going to go nuts on Thursday?
4: I do that in my head, Kay, but not <laughs> in reality. No, I'm of more of the variety of like, look – I already know the punishment I'm going to take on Thursday, yeah. so I might as well start. Like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, are like the undercard of a big fight, and then Thursday is the main event. I mean, I I'm drinking like a 200 ounce pumpkin spice latte right now, so I'm just going to go all in. This I would week.
2: ask Nate the same question, but we've all had meals with Nate where Nate he looks way. the way he looks.
3: Nate has ice cream for lunch and then I'm, comes in with. I'm him. a naturally skinny guy, so it's easy for me but, to kind of maintain. But my never have I body. known
2: anyone that any meal, whether it's 11 a.m. or midnight, that you will ask for the dessert menu.
3: Well, it's. It's a, it's a menu for a reason. It's supposed to be there. If it's there, you got to indulge. Hey, know?
4: Nate, speaking of menus, what's, yeah. what's on the burleson table? What would be unique from a t- traditional uh, food? Like, we have a couple weird items. What do you guys got?
3: Uh, we don't have any weird items. You I don't? think it's traditional Thanksgiving mixed with a little bit of soul food. We got the heavy mac and cheese. Some might describe it as cheese and mac because it's really <laughs> creamy. So and then good. We do, with the, we do the greens. We go traditional, collars, you know, but then we also get... The kale greens, kale um, greens. Oh, you're yeah. so New York. And we got the two, yeah, I know, right? Real organic. And then we got the, the two different types of turkey: the deep fried, and then the baked, mm-hmm. and then the, wow. the honey baked ham. Have
5: you ever basted a turkey before? You ever done it? Oh yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I've smoked take, a turkey. You before. take like pride in it?
4: Yeah, big time pride. Yes, I take pride in my. Such turkey. a
5: man thing to do. I don't know. I don't drive a car. I don't golf. I don't know how to do a turkey. I Have feel you like, never done a turkey? No, I never. Man, done a car a man of card, you Take his man card. You changed the tire before. <laughs> Adams, what about you? I can't even
2: even look at bacon, and then you got me pulling guts out of a turkey. (laughs) The gizzards. Disgusting. I've done it, though. I've done it. Okay, what do you got? There's Polish infusion, obviously. really? Oh, pierogi are part of any holiday meal, absolutely. Uh, So pierogi, we have dumplings. Gravy is huge. My mom makes the best gravy. And stuffing from scratch, obviously. I make like... I make the stuffing also, which is fantastic. Basha
4: makes a good Basha makes a good gravy. Your mother, yeah,
2: Kay can make a good pierogi though.
4: Ah, pierogi. wait. So mm-hmm. for, for somebody listening doesn't know what pierogi is, cause I'm not told. Totally it's, yeah. like, it's like me. a
2: dumpling. A you don't know what a you don't. Nice have never had pierogi? Don't be crazy.
3: I feel like I've had. I have a Polish girlfriend in high school.
2: <laughs> I feel like that's not you, supposed to know Tim, have stuff. you ever had a pierogi? Yeah, um, it? It's like a, a dumpling. Say like it again. Pirogi. Pierogi. Pierogi. Oh
4: it's like a peroni, an Italian beer.
3: Pierogi. And
2: no, well, it's a not an Italian beer. It would be good to that. It's like a, you can you can stuff it with whatever you'd want. Just Google like it. Like
3: meat, cheese, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Blueberries. Oh, okay. Well, even you, you make a make fantastic it. one. So, so Nate, we get. It's about. like a, it's like a meat pie. Yes. <laughs> I'll do that, I'll yes. do so
2: that as soon as uh, Kyle makes me that chili. He always talks about. I have
4: award-winning chili. I won the South Orange County Chili Cook-Off in 2015. I'll make it. So you're
2: out on cooking. You don't want it. You don't bake nothing.
5: No, I don't. I don't. And. uh you know, you guys are gonna look at me like I'm blasphemous. My wife and I, we just had a newborn, Mel. He's now about a month old. We we are not traveling. We're at the show. It's just gonna be the two of us. We're not gonna do turkey. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna do cranberries. Also. We're thinking about ordering a couple pizzas and just watching football. I love that idea. Really? That's That's it. Why not? Thanksgiving pizza? That's it. Screw it, it man. It's you guys got a it. different hand of cards you're playing. Throw tradition okay. out, right? It's, it's, you're not gonna like, like, miss it. Some people are like I gotta I have hate, the mashed hey, potatoes. I hate turkey. You do. It's just gross. It's dry. It's gross. Maybe I just haven't had a good
2: one. It's I don't know. You haven't had Bosch's gravy before. Yeah football, too, Kay, and I cannot wait. So th- <laughs> oh, and that's the football. question.
3: So we got football, right? There's a few games on the docket. Yep. You got the 5-5 <laughs> <and five. laughs> Steelers. They're on the docket. They're yep. playing the Colts, and we're all excited about that game. I'm not. Okay, we're not, we're not that excited. But I will say this. The NFC North matchup, mm-hmm. it's very deciding. Whoever wins that game, whoever gets their offense going, could be the NFC North champions. And that game right there, I think that one right there is, is like the appetizer because I think it was KD. I said I was
4: the best, and then Peter said, oh, I think that's the appetizer. I like appetizers. That's yeah, where I, I do live. Like, I do like appetizers. <laughs> that's right. where that's I that's live. That's
3: my thing. <laughs> but this, the, Cowboys Redskins Reds Reds is the main event. I agree. It is. No, I mean, you're right. It's the game. You're but, right. no, let's, let's, let's talk about that for a second because, Peter, you're high on the Redskins, and rightfully so. We, uh, we all should be. But are you confident? Yes. That they're going go to go in and win that game. Yes. How How do you say that when what we've seen? Like we keep talking about, oh, that one game, that one game so long ago in the dark ages when Dak lost. it? right. That was, and he could have won that game. Dak is playing amazing. Because the- Zeke is playing like the best running back in football. Des Bryant is still relevant. Jason Witten is a Hall of Famer. Scott Linehan is in the zone. That defense is playing good. Like I don't see. How you could? So you're telling me you don't see any feasible way that the the Dallas Cowboys could lose a game? No, 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 I'm not saying that. You're just very confidently saying that the Washington Redskins they're going to win that game, as if Dak has (laughs) get a hold of yourself. I Uh, think it's the the
2: defense on the Cowboys that scares me in this one. The way Uh, the Redskins look on offense, I, I can't. I mean, I don't even. I don't think anybody stands out on defense.
5: Yeah, you know, they're they're not uh, an all-star defense. They're a bunch of blue-collar guys who Rod Marinelli has playing through their minds. Similar mind. to Dallas. Similar to Dallas. I'm talking about the Cowboys. Oh, That's you know. what I'm talking about.
2: I don't think Dallas has, like, a standout. <laughs> you
5: know, their, their star cornerback this year is a sixth-round rookie out of Purdue, Anthony Brown, that everyone passed on. So I, I just think that... It's been a great story, and it's a very possible situation that the Redskins come in and light it up. I saw it with Robert Griffin in 2012, came in that building, through four touchdowns, lit it up. I I, I just, I, I watched this Washington offense, and they're just so fun to watch because Kay has mentioned it a million times on our show. It's not just a star receiver and a star running back. There's mm. like 17 guys that can make a difference. And I, I just think this is their biggest challenge. They're at home. I, I, I think the Cowboys might might drop the ball here.
4: I hope they do. You know, in my prior uh, job, we've talked about this, I was told not to root. But this, I have a different role in this job. I'm rooting for the Redskins hard. I just, I want to see. Imagine if they go in there on Thanksgiving Day and it's supposed to be this big party for Coronation. For Coronation. It's Cowboys Day. The night before was Hook Up Christmas. Thursday's Cowboys Day. Dak and Zeke and Dez, they're eating the turkey legs and there's a big party. I hope the Redskins flip the table over and ruin that whole thing. Turducken, is that what it is? Turducken. The Galloping Gobbler? Is that right. the? Thing that they, they still, still have the I
5: Gobbler. Think, and I Fox? think CBS does the Gobbler. I think uh, Aikman and them do something. I, they all have their own. They all
4: have their own deal. I hope the Redskins. KB, go in and win I that got game. you
3: figured out. I, I I know exactly who you are. I know exactly what you like. I know what spins your wheels, man. You love parody. Yeah, you he love, loves parody. I don't like
4: talking about the same teams no, I, all the time. No,
3: I, I get it. And I, I agree with you 100%. You're that guy when there's a favorite in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You want the other team to win. Just, I mean, just for the complexion of the league because it changes things, mm-hmm. but also for the storylines, the normal conversation of who's the best. But the reason I, I feel like this Dallas team is different is because, quite frankly, as much as I'm talking about them, I didn't expect them to be this good. Even with Romo and me being a huge fan of Scott Linehan. Well, they were 4-12 last year. Of course yeah, you didn't think they were good, it, right? Even this year, I'm just kind of like, I'm kind of waiting for the collapse to happen. So the storyline is still shocking.
2: Dak still Prescott <laughs> yes. sitting at looking that breakfast table? Yes. I don't even know. I'm not trying to keep your names together, and I don't know I'm, you, know, <laughs> know so you guys apart. And <laughs> back then I'm back in August. I'm Googling Dakota Rain Prescott, right, right. dropping those we're fun looking facts. looking
4: at his wiki. I'm like, his name's what? And then we're doing Dak to the future and all that. I'm like, incredible. who is this
5: guy? Wild. Now he, he that, like the, runs the league. That's the funny part about it is that the Cowboys didn't know either. I mean, I've done a couple Cowboys games where I was speaking to the coaches. It was like, one on the depth chart with Romo, but first Kellen Moore went down and they were like high on Kellen Moore and he yeah. went down with an injury. Then Romo goes down. I and mean, there was a legitimate debate we had here. Would you rather have Jameel Showers I remember or listening. Dak Prescott? Right. Or do you go and sign marks or trade for Mark Sanchez? Or do you do something or, crazy and find a way to get Peyton Manning? Are they to talking come back? to
3: Fitzpatrick? Maybe right. Fitz is going to.
5: Like there was all this talk. And the truth of the matter is, Dak Prescott was passed by 32 teams four different times until he shows mm-hmm. up to the Cowboys. And, you know, Sean Lee told me in a production meeting that we knew he was good at training camp. And then I've heard from other people being like, dude, he wasn't good at training camp. He was not that good in training camp. In fact, we're shocked every week that he's getting better and better. But this is what the NFL is. That's why you have a Tom Brady story. That's why you have a Tony Romo story. And to me, it's the beauty of the league. And Thanksgiving, we're all going to be on our couch. Make a break. Let's see what you got, big guy. You know you I know, don't care
2: who wins this one. I'm sitting here this whole time. You guys are talking. Yeah, no, about who do I want to win? Because I also love parodies. Why I like the Raiders this year, but I also like just the good storyline. And I like that Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott are doing what they're doing. I don't care who wins. I don't care who wins because this whole division is incredible, uh, and it'll be a great game.
3: I feel like it. It would be. That's what I want. A great so game. Dallas if they win, but it would be better for football if the Redskins win because yes. then all of a sudden the question starts to rise how do Dallas bounce back from this but you know what I love about this quarterback cont- conversation and controversy is that right now we're seeing some quarterbacks play extremely well you look at young Derek Carr playing fantastic right delivering the ball playing with efficiency taking care of the ball Russell Wilson in the month of November December he gets hot guys he, he might in my opinion be the best decision maker extremely intelligent football IQ through the roof. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Peter, you called it. Says this guy could be the league leader in passing yards. Mm-hmm. Um, the list goes on. And we're saying all these names, and all these guys are Drew Brees, defying age. And we're just not talking about Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's a given. You know, we don't we didn't talk about it much on the show. We didn't talk about the Patriots like, ah, oh, the Patriots won. This is what they do. I'm a there's two teams that I wish I would have played for, the Cowboys and the Patriots, because before you step on the field, you're identified as a winner. More so with the Patriots because hmm. you step on the field, oftentimes you will win. It's a little bit different in Dallas. Sometimes you don't have to win; you're still good. Nate, I don't know if we could take you on the Cowboys, man. That would have been I, something. I, I don't Are know if I could take me? myself. My career might have been <laughs> right. over. I'd have been too much. I love me some me too. <laughs> but it, it's just funny we're having these conversations about good teams and teams playing well on quarterbacks, and we're not talking about Tom Brady. The question I raise to you guys is: Do we take him for granted? Or so are, are we like sick we of it? Do. I'm sick mm. of it. How could you be sick of it? I mean, Because, because there's, there's new faces. Okay, I, no, I What get could I it. possibly do? But were you ever yeah. sick of Jordan? Yeah. I wasn't but sick of But voters. Voters. you loved watching
5: no, the No, Nate, that's voters. a good question. Because the MVP award went to no, Malone, know, and no, to no, Barkley. No, listen,
3: like. I get it. I get it. And I agree to a certain extent. But at what point do we just not... Like, do, do you do we want turn to turn a do? blind eye to? Great, what do you like, want us he's, to he's, he's,
2: do? I just he's think, like, but let's. So, what do you want yeah, to keep do? Do talking? Like, hey,
3: nice Tom, Tom Brady's real good. About
2: he's fan, how he's fantastic. Nate, yeah. the answer
4: to the question, I think, to your point, like it's much more refreshing to talk about Dak and to talk about Derek Carr. We've been going back since what 2001 talking about Brady. It doesn't mean we don't respect him. It's just like we like a new topic every once in a while. No, we like the variety. Uh, I agree. I'll, I'll bring up
5: last year, for example. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl at the age of 38, retired on the, uh, with a Super Bowl ring, and the immediate thing was, well, they won spike Peyton Manning. Mm. Like, people are just sick of talking about Peyton Manning. People are sick of talking about Tom Brady. I, think, I agree. Look, we got Dak Prescott. The
4: Flakegate 2 didn't help. That didn't help. That's and true. also the Boston
5: media being so galvanized and being anti-everybody else, and it's us versus you. It's like, I'm not a part of the Boston media. I don't need to shed light on Tom Brady. Everyone knows that whole deal. Look, you can have Bill Simmons and Ben Affleck and all those guys doing the whole, or Katie Nolan or whoever else, doing the Boston sports fan. On our show, we talk about Tom Brady as if he's one of 32 quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I don't need to build a shrine to Tom Brady. I'm
2: with Nate on that, though. We don't talk about him like he's one of the 32 quarterbacks. We don't talk about him. We don't talk about him at no. all. We talk about a lot of other quarterbacks a lot more. We talk about Derek Carr a lot more than we talk mm-hmm. about Tom Brady. So I see where you're coming from. I don't think it's necessarily that I'm sick of talking about Tom Brady. That is greatness that we watch every week. But there's it's It's the variety pack. It's the it's the the. The leaning gravitating towards talking about guys who are lesser known that are doing great things because we as a show our show show, we like to talk about the underappreciated undervalued guys and give them some spotlight and Brady's it's yeah, he's just great. I he's a, the greatest. because you know how
4: many people, Peter. Like, you know how many people who watch a show. We we have a national show. We are not a Boston-based W E E I whatever who are like enough with Brady, enough with that. We don't want to hear any. People feel that way. You want to hear about? It. I love when we do underappreciated. I love when we do what we learn because it's not just Patriots, Cowboys, Patriots, Cowboys. And I think but people at, people at a certain
2: like point we we overshadow guys who are doing great, like guys like David Johnson, who we don't mention. Guys like mm. Delaney Walker, who are balling at the tight end spot that we don't talk about. Guys like Tom Brady. So because they become underappreciated. It's, it's
5: amazing, and, and I had a production meeting with Case Keenum. I had several uh, Case Keenum conversations. Great guy, great guy. Great guy, <laughs> great guy. Case, great love guy. Uh, And he said, my goal is to be one of the 32. I'm like, what does that mean? One of the 32. I, my whole life, I've been one of, one of the 32 stars. That's an elite club, right? So there's 32 of these guys, and I think it's the glamour position. Huh. We could talk about Jadavion Klein, We could talk about Von Miller all we want, but it's the quarterback position. So Tom Brady is always going to be at the top of the heap as long as he's playing. I think I like focusing on the guys striving to be – one of the 32, and then one of the two, one of the five, one of the ten.
2: The guy wanting to be the Tom Brady. Yeah, the guy's coming up
5: because that's kind of the ethos of our show, right? Like, we're a young show. We're on the rise. I'm hoping that we're going to be hitting that pinnacle. To talk about Tom Brady, to talk about the Patriots, you're going to get that elsewhere.
3: Yeah, no, I get that. not going to appreciate that. You know what? You mentioned something. um, You talk about being one of the 32 and then certain guys wanting to be the best or the next Tom Brady. You remember when Ezekiel Elliott said, I'm going to come out and I want to break Dorsett's record? Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, Whoa. Dickerson's. Dickerson's. And Dickerson's. I mean, Dickerson's. Yeah. Dickerson's. It, has he broke Cowboys. Dorsett. Dorsett has the Cowboys and Dickerson has NFL. NFL record. And everybody's like, Whoa. Wait Slow a down. Minute. Slow down, half shirt, and relax. And chill Easy out. there, cropped up. Yeah. yeah. And guess what? He's going out there and doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So this is a new generation. And some guys are more soft spoken. Dak Prescott, I think he's more of a guy that doesn't say much, but says a lot. Zeke is a guy that loves to talk, and then he goes out there and backs it up. And I just feel like as a show, we do a good job of highlighting both. And I'm just bringing up Tom Brady because – I don't know. I like He's the Jordan. Ready. No, he's you, the Jordan. I just
2: love hearing he's that you that's the team that you would love to play for because I think you know I worked in St. Louis with Chris Long, right? Chris Long's out there. I didn't work with him, but I worked for the team when he was there and to see him, you know, keep going and go to the Patriots and, and get a taste of what it is like to be part of yeah. a winning team. Yeah. Extreme it, makeover. It's well, well, awesome. Right? <laughs> I saw
3: Chad Johnson go out there and I was still playing at the time and I was somewhat envious thinking, "Man, Chad all of a sudden has a chance to win the ring." And then it didn't work out. And then I remember hearing. That's the Super of him Bowl, though. Play the yeah. Super Bowl. It's like he you did. get to
4: go to the chocolate factory. You get to go to New England. You got to ticket. it. it.
2: Right? Except it's not a chocolate you to
5: go factory to at all. It's it really like hard work. A grind <laughs> right? yeah, it's really grind. That's true. Living up can't. there in in maybe not ideal weather for an NFL. For football Belichick. Player. Yeah. And,
3: and one thing he said was, I, I just couldn't get a hold of the playbook. And I was I remember thinking, like, man, Chad's an intelligent football guy. He's, he has a football mind. And that right there like showed me just how intricate it really mm-hmm. is. Yeah, we could talk about all these different things and conspiracies and whether you think they're guilty or not. When it comes to X's and O's, they are the best at it. And they might not necessarily always have the best players. Remember, they had a Randy Moss who was at the bottom of his career oh, yeah. and turned okay. him into the best receiver in the game again. Mm-hmm. You know, and you look at Don't guys like Dillon and Edelman and, you know, household Nate Welker, who was a returner in Miami. Mm-hmm. These guys that... And any other team would be on practice squad. Danny Woodhead. Woodhead. Right. <laughs> made him a thing. So, I don't know. I just appreciate what Let's they're doing. Let's
2: take Woodhead out of that conversation. Woodhead's the best. Woodhead's awesome. We love He's him.
3: Favorite. He's good. He's not He's a good. product
2: of that system. Okay, uh, if we're talking about quarterbacks and you're talking about Tom Brady, we're talking about guys who have impressed us. Who's impressed you the most outside of Stafford? Give me that one quarterback. <laughs>
3: uh, you know, I, I, every quarterback that's impressed me, it sounds like I'm a homer, but Russell Wilson. And I'll tell you why because at the beginning of the season, he went in without Marshawn Lynch, who last year, towards the end of the season, didn't look like Marshawn Lynch. And then Thomas Rawls was down, and you think, well, where's the run again coming from? Jimmy Graham didn't have a good season last year. So you're thinking, is Jimmy behind the eight ball? Is all of a sudden, is he ever going to see those, you know, wonder years? Russell comes out, has a high ankle sprain. And for those who don't know about a high ankle sprain, that's basically like breaking your ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, and some doctors will say it's better that you break your ankle, you'll heal faster. And then he comes out and gets an ACL sprain. And for those who don't know, a sprain is basically a tear. The degree of tear um, is up to how bad it is.
2: Can we get Dr. Jordan Metzl yeah, on? Yeah, I podcast. was going to say,
3: is
5: this Jordan Metzl yeah,
3: or yeah. Jordan? Jordan, come on. Puts a brace on his, puts a brace on his knee, puts a brace on his ankle, and then he flies out his uh, trainer from Los Angeles and lives in house with him. Wakes him up every three hours just to do treatment. Whether it's, it's stem, like breastfeeding, ice. it's like breastfeeding. Yeah. And he did that. Until he healed Peter, up. Peter, it's up like until I don't now. even know you nah. anymore. Which is crazy to me. Because the only reason it's crazy is because I had plenty of injuries. And I tried to do it all myself. And I didn't have the funds to bring in a, a fancy trainer sure. from Los Angeles. But Russell Wilson spent the money. said, come in house. I want to get on the field. He could have easily said, oh, man, yeah. I got an ACL ankle. Mm-hmm. Let me sit out a month. Nobody would have batted to die. We remember the first game, couple games, him after. He was limping around and just became a pocket passer and he is one of the most still, won, guys. Those still so, won those games. Still won those games. Not crazy. And right now he's starting to get his health back and caught a touchdown as a <laughs> eligible exactly. receiver. So I don't know. I, I could talk about the numbers, and I don't want to. It's more about toughness because in this league, I've seen guys get those injuries and shut it down. And when I say shut it down, okay, I mean shut it down for the rest of the season. Looking in another man's eyes, walking in the locker room, and saying, "I cannot believe you're stealing all this damn money hmm. when I know you can play." And but that is frustrating.
2: I've told you guys, and you, Schrager, you're the one that says this the most. We talk. Nobody talks about the Seahawks, and I'm the first to say everybody talks about the Seahawks. <laughs> but I've, I'm re- totally t- retracting that you're statement. You're right, Native. Nobody talks about the Seahawks, you're right. and until you really brought them up today, especially even, even on our show, I feel like we don't give them the respect that they deserve. And it's Maybe always it's because like it's that. a given that they're always a contender. It's the twelves. But yeah.
5: I, They're another fan base that's very, very loyal, and it's almost a cult following. And I think we do talk about the Seahawks, but they're just, you know, the Patriots. We talk about dominance. You look at the last four years, I mean, the Seahawks are in the playoffs every year. They win 10 games every year. Number one defense. Number one defense. How do you have
3: number one defense four years in a row? With different coordinators.
5: Like, (laughs) Gus Bradley was a coordinator, he leaves. They got great players. They're just awesome. You're awesome. The quarterback that I am uh, most impressed with this year, and we've talked a bunch about him already on this show, is Kirk Cousins because of this one-year audition Mm -hmm. type deal. He was playing for himself. He basically did the Joe Flacco where I'm not going to accept a contract that's less than my value. Mm -hmm. I'm going to gamble on myself, take the franchise tag, and at first they started off 0-2 at home. And that was a hole that they could have very easily fallen down. Around. And there him lost.
3: Some, there were some whispers about yeah, beefing yeah, with the receivers. Garzon
5: wasn't happy. Right. Also, that could have cost him 12 to $14 million. Instead, he says, you know what? Let's get it together. And Sunday night playing the Packers, they lost to them last year in the playoffs. Same situation in Washington, and he didn't have a great game. In the wind, I, Kirk Cousins to me is, is doing things that he's going to make it impossible. And someone told me this once if you want to make it in, in showbiz or anywhere, be undeniable. Undeniable, where you do so well that they can't physically say no because it's yeah. such an outrageous thing. Love that. Right now, Kirk Cousins is undeniable. undeniable. He is worth that twenty million dollar contract. Kyle, he wants.
3: I'm gonna let you go. I gotta jump in real quick when it comes to Washington Redskins. You're game, undeniable, and man. You, and you talked about um, Kirk Cousins in those first two games. Him coming out, and I remember him saying, "I got to do better." You look at the previous years. If RG three was in that situation he would have said, we got to do better. Mm -hmm. It's a big difference in that team rallying around a guy who had criticism. And Garcon was right. He was making mistakes. He was floating some balls. He was skipping some balls. And Kirk said, nah, that's on me. And That's a big difference between a moment in time where he could have lost everybody. But he said, you know what? Give me a chance to do better. And they all had his back. They lost Mm -hmm.
5: in the last second in crazy fashion to the Lions. Went to London. Dustin Hopkins misses a chippy field goal. And they get that weird tie. And they bounce back and one, two straight. I, I'm very, very, very high on the Redskins because I've seen a lot of fortitude out of them. And I think Cousins is a dude. Were you no the no.
2: guy who made the corn maze of his me. face? <laughs> it was you yeah. out there. Thanks, I knew, it. Like I knew it. I knew it. I've always like wanted that. to ask you that.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, the who guy,
4: okay, so I love, love college football. I, I watched it for years. I don't watch it anymore now because of this job and because of the kids. But I love college football. And this guy who I was impressed with comes on the heels of guys like Jeremiah Masoli, Dennis Uh-oh. Dixon, yep, Akili yep, Smith, Joey yep. Harrington, Oregon quarterbacks and there's a huge stigma coming in with Marcus Mariota about this guy's going to be the next the last good Oregon quarterback was Dan Fouts. Mm. Mariota has been awesome. Mariota has been awesome. Um and I think what's funny is that like when you look at him in college you're like, "Oh, he's run, he's in a shotgun all the time, he's running a zone read. That's not NFL football." Well, look what they're doing in the NFL now. It's all this zone read, all this shotgun thing. I didn't think he was going to be much of a player. I really did. I was caught up in the stigma. The guy looks like he's going to be around for 15 years. He's strong. He's athletic. He's smart. And If, K, you, have, you, if you have the first pick right now, are you taking Jameis Winston or Marcus Mariota? I'm taking Mariota. Two. But look, it's a coin toss. Winston looks good. Winston's a gunslinger. I like that about him. But I love Mariota. He just looks so athletic out there. Like, just like he did in college. And K, you have done a great public service and taken strides to help people pronounce Mariota. <laughs> yeah. There's a thing that's going yeah. on now. I feel like
2: I'm fighting a losing battle you are
4: There's professional broadcasters. Yeah. I don't mean people walking on the streets who are still saying Mariota. Yeah. And I gotta do another one too. People are still calling Derek Carr David Carr. I heard Randy yeah. Moss do it twice the other night. All wow. right. This guy has shown up. It is Derek Carr. Yeah. It's not that hard. It's He's the, the little new big version. brother. Right. It's the new version of the Terrell Owens, which people it's also crazy. do. So it's Mario. I never
2: feel bad about mispronouncing a name. I'm always like Give me a reason to know how to say your name right. Make Mariota it undeni- has done that. Derek Carr has done that. That's, that's certainly my favorite. Wendell Smallwood has not. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Uh, Derek Carr is obviously mine. most uh, fourth quarter comeback wins over the last two seasons. He's tied with Matt Stafford, who we talk about a lot. He just does it. He gets it. He gets it. He does better every year. He's out there before in warm-ups. You had me worried, Schrager, because I saw him not clowning around before. He was
5: hugging Charles Woodson yeah. before kickoff. I'm like, relax, dude. You got a football game But to play. he was
2: like, hey, hey, are I was like, uh-oh, he here didn't we go. Play well, well here the first we go. half. I think that you know, it yeah. was fine. So I really like him. Uh, something we did on today's show that I think that we should revisit here in the after show is this Valentino Blake oh, situation. <laughs> I had that no idea incredible. what was coming. When I saw Valentino Blake in the rundown and I got to the show, I was like I'm, I I don't even want to know I what's going on. I thought he was a pop on. star. No idea. Where did you – Where did, well, yeah. did this
4: happen? So Valentino, explain all who right, he so is. Valentino Blake sounds like a fictitious person. I all thought right? you
2: may, maybe made him up.
4: Yeah, it's like a Mike Myers or Tyler Perry character, the adventures of Valentino Blake. Valentino Blake is a special teams player on the Tennessee Titans who's an undrafted guy out of UTEP. I know he was on the Steelers and he was on one other team, which I can't remember, but he is now on the Titans. And, look, he showed up and has made a show of himself. Last week you saw the Titans beat Green Bay – and he has a funny little moment where the Titans recover a fumble. And you know how all the players, they stand over the huddle having no idea who recovered it and just point that way. It's one of the dumb traditions in the football. Yeah. They just point. Valentino Blake is on top, of the, on top of the pile pointing towards the Packers as if they <laughs> got ball. it as a member of the Titans. They got it. I'm a completely honest man. Listen, I wish we got it, but I got to <laughs> tell you, sir, the Packers got it. I, I, scout's honor. So that's a pretty <laughs> funny moment. Everyone's laughing at him. I saw it on a blog somewhere. So how do you file that up? That's a one-off. You never make a mistake like that again. Sure enough, you guys saw the play on the show today. He, the guy is on the punt receiving team, right. okay, this past week. Guarding against, the gunner. Yes, against the Colts. Right. They do the perfect thing where they bounce it inside the five and you let it bounce in the end zone. Valentino Blake jumps up at the goal high line. High points. And high points the thing, Nate, to grab it as if – He's trying to keep it from bouncing in the end zone like he was a gunner. <laughs> I don't get it. Right. It, it was just like it was like as if he forgot that he was on right. offense and defense. You know how you used to play. You know, I used to play like basketball when you're a little kid. If there's somebody who doesn't know, you can be like, Hey, hey, I'm on your team, and they'll pass it to you when you're on the other team. I feel like they did that to Valentino, and so then his he, name is
3: Valentino Blake now. Listen. So somebody on the other team was like, Valentino, you got it, you got right. it. It's you,
5: it's you,
4: back. it's you. Now the funny thing is, his name is, is is his name is I don't know what it is, Robert or Michael Valentino. Blake, he changed it a year ago. He's like, I want to start going by Valentino. got to love it. Why so now you? he's oh, Valentino. Not. And as I said on the show today, I love his act so much, including the tweet defending the play. I love his act so much that people like to say, oh, it's that's Antoine Gucci, I'm Gucci. I've known
5: Antoine Blake. Okay, oh, so, so
4: Antoine is now Valentino. He changed his name to Valentino? Yes, Valentino was his <laughs> middle. <laughs> and now he's officially listed on NFL.com, whatever, as
3: Valentino. Why? Because it's Valentino. It's Valentino. incredible. Why we get not?
2: get him on the show?
3: Think about it. There's, there, there's all kind of Antoine's. Yes, yeah. he but, was like, you know what? I will go by Valentino. I'm gonna get more love, and guess what? He's getting more love. Nate, yeah, I don't awesome. think we're talking Not about because it because his of his Antoine name. Blake. No, you're 100. Really? I think it's a big
4: part of it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> keep the, it real. It, it, you know what, Kate? The plays that he made were hilarious. The fact that he made them as Valentino twice as good. I,
5: I thought it was <laughs> Nate's personal shopper, Valentino ah, Blake. Oh, Valentino Blake.
3: Yeah, you go pick so that's up those sexual uh, corduroys.
5: Johnson.
2: What was your reaction when you saw it? Versace It
3: was hilarious. But I've made mistakes like. Not like that, Nate. No, you have not. No, 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 (laughs) not like that per se. But I've made some mistakes, more physical errors. I'll give you a quick story. And this, see, it doesn't really compare to Valentino because those are kind of like goofy mistakes. But I remember coming off the edge trying to block a punt. Call
2: him Antoine. (laughs) I was
3: um, legally changed. I was trying to block a punt in Minnesota, and I was a rookie, and I was just trying to make a play on special teams because I wasn't getting a, a ton of burn on offense, and I came off the edge and the playing is the Giants and we're up by three so if we get this stop we're right there we score game over and the punter muffs the ball so at that point I don't I haven't blocked the punt before I'm thinking to myself what do I do do I tackle the guy or do I still go for the ball so I did both and I completely whiffed the punter it looks like he shook me he scrambles picks it up by luck gets the first down they go on to get a game-winning drive, oh. and they beat us, right, the Giants, in the Metro Dome. So it was a game-changing playing You know, at the time, I felt like I lost the game. You know, I'm going to get cut. I, they, they hate mm. me. I, I don't want to look Mike in his eyes. I'm in the special teams meeting the next day, and they're getting to that play. You know that feeling. It's coming. It's coming. You know it's
4: three snaps away. Yeah, and you're just sitting <laughs> there nervous. Your heart's
3: racing. You're hoping that the special teams coach says a couple words and moves on. But he hits it, and he kind of slows his speech down, and now he's breaking down every part of it, just working his way across the line of scrimmage. And then Mike Tice walks in the room, and I'm thinking, like, this can't be Big the Mike. right time. The head in coach this. is coming yes. in? And at the perfect time, the imperfect time for me, sits down like two seats away from me. Ah. He sees the play, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, oh, man. Okay, maybe he's just going to get out. Like, maybe he doesn't really notice what play it is. And he leans over, and he says, "You go this." Out there tackling like a little, beep, and I'm like, damn, and I felt terrible. And I told my friend, I was like, ah, I think I'm to cut. Like, coach hates me, and he just walked out, looked at me, and walked out. And then I you message know, sent. A couple of days later, he like patted me on the back, like, look, I got to be hard on you. I'm expecting a lot out of you. And I was like, yeah, but you know, you got you got to use those type of words. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, man, don't be sensitive in this league. He said, you're going to get much worse than that. And that was my first, like, kind of goof moment. <laughs> hey,
2: Nate, you're going to get a lot worse yeah, than that. Yeah, that's wow. what
3: it was, man. It was crazy. His so, mistake was not having you return the punt. Yeah, you know? I know. I should have did that, man. Right. I was returning later instead. Yeah, <laughs> but that was my goof moment. I want to quickly ask. Can you imagine
2: just, just you guys having that in common, like sitting there and, like, being nervous about those no plays? Way. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I couldn't do it's that.
5: I want to ask where you guys will be watching football Sunday, what you're doing Sunday, and what you're going to do to cap off week 12 is that where we're at week 12 so mm-hmm. nate burleson where is your football sunday and what are you going to be doing this week this
3: sunday so i'll be in the hamptons oh. i went out there no it's not like i got a wow. place out there i gotta invite so shout-out to Cheyong. He's a guy from okay, Seattle. Okay, shout-out to Diddy and the White yeah. Party. Shout-out. Chateau Lafitte and Pheasant Under Glass. What do you guys have out there in the Hamptons? <laughs>
5: Unbelievable. Escargo for breakfast. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah it's going to be gold flakes sprinkled over the turkey. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah, so the family's going to be out there, a bunch of families, a bunch of kids. We're going to be enjoying uh, a little bit of time away from the city. So I'll be out there, and then I'll hustle back and, and make it – for the show.
4: Mm-hmm. We're at a commercial break today. I'm sorry. Somebody on Twitter points out that both Peter and Kay are dressed in cranberry colors. And so I see the tweet. That's funny. I go over to Nate. Okay, okay, Nate, I'm wearing blue. I'm going to bring up the tweet and I'm going to say, I'm blueberry pie. You say whatever you'd like to say. He's wearing mostly black. <laughs> I tell him. You, so know I,
2: what you're, you I egged him, him on. You I, I set him this up. And out. so
4: I go, I'm
3: wearing blueberry pie. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, who are you? And what did you say, Nate? <laughs> I said that I'm a blackberry cobbler with a little drizzle of caramel. <laughs> and that's not how you said it. You did it like yeah, this. Did, like, yeah. It was like, hilarious. Uh,
2: Brant, you were the biggest instigator on the show <laughs> hey, by the a mile. God. You poke all of the bears. Okay, hey, yeah, what right. about you?
3: What's a DirecTV show got to, this weekend?
2: I'm going to Chicago on Friday to nice. see my three turkeys, my nephew Evan and Sebastian and Maya, my niece. And then I'll be back late Saturday night because I am at DirecTV Fantasy Zone all day on okay. Sunday. I don't know who's in there. I hear, I hear a couple of my work brothers are coming in in a couple of weeks. They wanted to surprise me.
5: Did they not yet? No, they wanted to surprise me, weeks. and
2: then I saw I saw them in, in an oh, email. Like a oh In God. a late rundown. So, I guess I don't like surprises.
3: Yeah, we know that.
2: So, I don't know why you guys are trying to surprise me.
5: Well,
3: we'll figure out something. It's
2: not mm-hmm. cool. Can you bring cool. some you p- pierogi
3: back? Yes, yeah. I'll try some.
2: I like how you say that. Pedogi. Okay. Basho's going to love that.
5: Hey, pierogi. Uh, I'll be in Cleveland. Okay. I'm doing uh, Giants-Browns uh, sidelines. So, Giants-Red Hot, obviously, five straight wins. I don't think it's a letdown game. Browns are in their bottom dollar here. Now you're back to Josh McCown. Is this a trap game? I don't yeah. think you could even call it a trap Stop game. Stop with the
2: trap games and the Giants.
5: We'll see. Enjoy it. I mean, yeah. We'll see. And we had Charlie Castley on the show today. We were talking a little bit of Browns. There could be a really deep dive on it. And mm-hmm. I, I, their, their front office right now is under the spotlight. And this owner, Jimmy Haslam, has preached that he's going to have patience. But... 0-16 has only been done by one team before, the 2008 Lions. If your first season out of the gate as a new front office, new GM, new director of pro player personnel, is 0-16 when you had 14 mm-hmm. draft picks, let's see how patient this owner who fires his coach every year is going to be with you.
2: Shrakes, how great was it to have Charlie Casserly in the studio?
5: It was really interesting to have Charlie. He's, a, he's an interesting guy. It
2: was the first time he was here.
5: First time I met him in person. Yeah. He was cool.
2: Made fun of my jeans.
5: Right away, right, right off the right bat. Out the gate. Like, that a was game not what I raised. Get some
4: new jeans.
2: Like only a true uncle could do. Did
5: yeah. you
4: just sorry, do a Regis? Was that Regis or Charlie? Yeah, I think it was uh, Regis Castle. The hybrid. This little hybrid that I do. You know, it's funny that 08 team, the Lions, when they had one game left, their last game of the season, their own fifteen, they had to play the Packers. Packers won. They were playing out of string. The Packers had a bad year that year, yep. and Aaron Rodgers said afterwards is like we knew what part of history we were. We could not lose in the and last. And that's where things go against
5: the Browns. If it was like week nine or week ten, like maybe a team could be caught off guard. But it's almost like uh, you know you don't want to be the guy that gives up the game. Uh, you know the record breaking home run. Yes. Right. You don't want to be the Tom House throwing it to Hank Aaron. Mm-hmm. You do not want to be that guy. I feel like all these teams have too much pride to be the team that loses to the Browns.
4: The good news is Pittsburgh last week. If they're playing out of string, if they don't make the playoffs, then they got a shot. So
5: what? Landry Jones can beat the Browns.
4: Yeah, but they got a, at least I'm i I'm sick say of this they narrative. They got a shot.
2: I think if they go, they lose every game. Who cares? Who cares if they win one? Who it, cares? They're gonna
5: have a parade. That's a fair point.
2: They they are. They need to turn it around. Do whatever they need to do. Adjust draft.
5: You know, but hey guys, like the Lions whatever. lost those games. I don't
2: care if they, they go fired everyone. and They started. You know,
5: know why Uncle Charlie said they need twelve
2: core off, players to change It started off as, as a around. special C2. thing, like mm. you said, but now I no Flex. longer care.
4: Yeah, the, I isn't think it the,
2: losing its luster? Like who cares? Okay, it it's but, only
5: November. If they keep on losing, it's going to be a topic every I week. I
2: don't want it. To
4: this be. is going to be. This is why it matters because if they go one in fifteen, immediately forgotten. No one will ever remember them ever. Owen sixteen for the next one hundred years. They will look back on the twenty sixteen Browns as they
3: are the worst
4: team of all 15 Exactly. That's it. That's why.
5: Well, Peter, you're going to be in Cleveland surrounded by NFL players? I might actually, real quick, I might yeah. actually go to the Ohio State-Michigan game.
0: It's yeah, you going to go to the
5: game? We're in town. Our meeting with the Giants is late Saturday night. So one of the guys on the crew, I'm doing a different crew this week. Buck, Aikman, Aaron Andrews are off, so they bring in the replacements wow. with the with the producers of that crew. The replacements. The replacements. The, it, it's myself, Matt Millen, Keana and Dick Reeves? Stockton. Keanu Reeves. You're the Keanu Reeves yeah, of that I'm bunch. About that. I'm Shane Falco. <laughs> Wait, uh, so you're gonna go to this game. You have to go. So this kid, Jake Jawlevet, who's one of the assistant producers. is an Ohio State guy. He's like, I got tickets. We can do it. I, I just don't know if I'd rather maybe just watch it. I'm in a hotel room. It's at the Horseshoe. It's, a, it's, it's in, a, Columbus. in Columbus. It's an hour set. away or two hours away. It's I Heard that be place cold. be rocking though. It's gonna be cold. like. for sure. you seen a game there. Before? I've never seen it. a twenty-year-old me is like sign me you up. You should go. go. You a, should go. A thirty-something-year-old me is like, well, you know, there might be a, a nice appetizer special at the hotel bar. I can. Yeah, just you want to
4: be again. lying in your hotel room <laughs> watching Big Bang Theory? Yeah, and I'm into watching. Yeah, you know, get the, the chicken strips,
2: Too much hot sauce.
5: You got right. it, Kay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no. if there's a madman I mean, I'm not, if there's a two and a half Men marathon on TBS, I might as well just be doing that instead. All right, you got
4: that chance to
3: go to that. Oh no, you didn't answer. What you're doing? No, it's
4: listen. It's because it's not that glamorous. My game I'll be covering is a hide and seek that I'll be playing with my two-year-old who hides in. The same spot every time. <laughs> every, time? Yeah, every time the same. Yeah, time. No, no. What, what's the, the spot? Secretive? What's the spot? I can spot? only imagine
2: how cute what's you are th- trying to find him. Very,
4: okay, it's
1: very
3: okay. What's the spot? It's,
4: it's very cute. So he goes behind the curtains and he puts them in front of him and then he stands. You can see his little feet sticking out. And so I'll be like, maybe he's I outside. He I wonder if he's. Out. Let me pull back the curtains. I'm and right then he here. goes, ah. And the other thing he does is I go, ready or not, here I come. And then he goes, I'm right here. Like he doesn't understand <laughs> the game. So I'll be playing that.
2: You got to break it down. X's and nose Watch tape.
4: I will. I'm trying to. To teach him you got to hide a different place this time, Cal. He, he finds his one spot. He likes to stick to it. Okay? He doesn't <laughs> my want the of It's my yes. kind of guy. He's, <laughs> exactly. So I'll be in uh Larchmont, New York. I'll be watching it. I sit in my kid's playroom where we have a TV. He's got the uh, letter mat and the fake awesome. it's fake town. It's going to be awesome. And I'll have an uh, adult beverage and I'll have some football and have a lot of food. Kind of yeah, a crappy good.
5: slate on Sunday. If I, if I could just quickly just give you the matchups. Yeah. T- Titans, Bears, Jaguars versus Bills, Bengals versus Ravens, Ooh. Cardinals versus Falcons. That's a... Uh, Giants at Browns, Rams at Saints, 49ers at Dolphins, Chargers at Texans, Seahawks at Buccaneers, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Patriots at Jets, Panthers at Raiders and then Chiefs at Broncos. That's, that's a good one. Patch sets on will be interesting. Yeah. I
2: think they're coming off a bye. Just mm-hmm. their defense. I don't know. I like divisional games.
5: Yeah. No, that's good. But I, I don't. I think our, our main appetizer, our main entree and our dessert is all on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited
2: about that. Uh, let's wrap this up with like a confession. That Something that we don't know about each other. Something it. silly about each other or Whoa. about ourselves. It's Anybody intense. got anything?
3: That is intense. Hmm. I've
2: got one. It's really quick and easy. Up until an outrageous age of like 14, I used to say out of bounce instead of out of, out of bounce.
5: There's that. and There's out of balance, people used to say. I used to say mm. out of bounce. bounce. Out of bounce. That's cute. But he's out
2: of bounce. And I used to say it like like – really like, for seriously. too long like i was probably like 12 or 13 still so we'll saying yeah. there's mine <laughs> i thought about it today because we we're looking at the deandre right. hopkins thing and
1: it was
3: always
4: oh, did he run out of bounce or not you it's know funny. i thought you were, say, right. Right. you
3: were gonna say up to outrageous age like 12 or 13 <laughs> i used to pee in the bed that oh, is not yeah.
5: what i was going to <laughs> said, say that's,
3: you said outrageous age i mean i don't know yeah, yeah. Hey, what
5: about you what's uh, a, a confession or something that you didn't know about us
3: uh well i i was a Big cuddler. I cuddled till I was like 13. When my mom was like a big old With kid. your mom? Yeah. So I, lo- I call myself a lion, but my mom used to call me a cub. Like literally, come home, do my homework, and my mom would come off of work, and I would just go lay in her arms and watch cartoons. I still watch cartoons. Wait, in day. like seventh grade? Yeah, I was a big old kid. Huh?
2: Why don't you tell everybody love- how you draw on me during the show?
3: I do. I harass also Kate like to try to make her grade. break she's money though. She's she's the best point guard in the business. Sometimes it's a sharpie. It's not cool. Trigger your confession.
5: My confession. I've said earlier that I don't don't drive cars. I've lived in New York. I don't drive. Chris Kirk, our producer, knows he used to have to shuttle me around on field events all the time. have a license? Yes. Have a license, but more out of a formality. I don't like getting behind the wheel. Too much pressure. Um... (laughs) <laughs> no, nope, I've never golfed. I've never changed a tire. I've never put up a shelf. I feel like a complete, feeble, non-male, mm-hmm. a non male. And I'm not even a metrosexual because I don't even dress well. <laughs> so I'm just, a, I'm finally a dad. And I feel like that's my first man card stamp I've ever had. Because okay. yeah. nice. that's awesome. I can't bench press 100 pounds. Pa- I can't do crap except. Apparently, create a child, which is pretty damn. That yeah. That's the
3: most manliest thing you can do. That's what right. Do you got, so you're yeah, a man, you got that you talk job football. done. And talk football. Talk
0: a lot yeah. of
4: football. I, I'm trying to think of something uh, like I used to cuddle with my mom or something, but I, I definitely didn't. You know, around New York, I, you guys, I'm having a real hard time with how much your people are honking at me when I'm driving and when I'm walking. That's that's something you don't do on the West Coast. If you honk at, at someone all. in it's L.A. at the rude. light, like that's like you gave them Life the middle death, finger. Yeah. They will stop and get out of the car. They'll road, be road rage. R- yeah. And I'm talking if you tap. On the horn, that You're is right. very coastal. So
3: disrespectful. Here, West Coast.
4: I, I get honked at for nothing.
3: It's normal I, though.
4: I, I know, but I get so angry about it. And, and I, High I anxiety, right? Yes. And Brooklyn Black like, "Just calm down and let him pass." But like, I don't want to let him pass. Guys,
5: them. I'll be real quick. Because I drive. Have you guys, heart, the two of you, are new to New York this year. Have you found yourself getting a little harder on the round rougher around yeah. the edges, like Peter? Has it hardened? You yes, at all? this morning, and I'm trying to be aware of it. You're we,
2: drinking a pump, cup, pumpkin spice latte. This You're is not me not any trying
5: harder. to stay. I know
4: this, is, and you should see me in trying the morning. To stay, though, okay? Trying to stay, trying to stay. We get a car into the into work in the morning. We're very fortunate to have that. We have a driver. Look, and first world problems. I get it. All right, but <laughs> the driver turns around, starts unloading his hot sports takes on me <laughs> about how Bill O'Brien's got to go for it on fourth down. It's 4:06 a.m. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I didn't sleep all night, and I'm 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 saying yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're I appreciate nice. that, man. I know you're too nice. I'm still too nice, but you're what, way too the, nice. How would you handle
2: that, Ken? The what's other the alternative, alternative yeah. is, is the I had a driver a couple of weeks ago pick me up. Nice, nice young lady, and she said, "You know who I really like, Nate Burleson. Mm-hmm. I've picked him up a couple of times. He's very quiet. I think he's asleep when he gets in the car, she's, but he's still she's very talking nice." Everyone else's business, that's what huh? you do. You get in, you you're quiet, and you put you, you close your eyes. That's what I do, and that's what you do too, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll say. How you doing? Good talk. morning. And that's it. I can
2: see you getting in the car at three forty-five, four, in we're like, "Hey, hi, how you doing? Let's talk." No. I bet you instigate the whole thing. No.
4: I used to do that when I first showed up, but to that point, I've started to get cold. Now, yeah. hey, hey, thank you, thank. you. All I say is, "Thank you for coming." <laughs> that's that's, that's it what it is.
3: is. It's, it's, it's becoming colder. That's what it is. I remember when I first got yeah. out of here. You guys know me. I'm very social, so I'll, t- I'll stop and talk to anybody if it's that awkward moment where I think I think that you think I am somebody. Say, I'll be hey, like, will are Hey, what's you? going on? How you doing? Let's just break the icebreaker here. But now. I just put headphones on, mm-hmm. and I walk, and I march. And even, headphones this is, are key. This is rude. This is something okay. I've never done. Somebody's like... That. They do one of these. Hey, and reach out. You I keep just going. keep walking. I do a little nod. I keep, walk. and that's very New wow. York.
2: Put on my sunglasses. I'll let you use them. I
3: love those glasses. You
2: know how I, you
3: Kay's got her little uniform. She gets her hood on. Yeah. She gets
4: her like, uh, looks like Jackie O'Neil Kennedy, O'Neil. Kennedy yeah. glasses the on. The superstar glasses. Like, exactly. They're three times too
3: big for her that's face.
2: That's what you do. And then you become the ice queen, also. And that's what happens. Um, okay, there's your advice. Side All right, guys.
3: I'll do it. Uh, I We're gonna out wrap to this Calvin up Calvin during the show. Calvin. Calvin Brant. Calvin who? Calvin Brolsen. Calvin Minitron's original. You know, you call your son Minitron, This is Megatron. And I said, so tell your people we need to get you on Good Morning Football when you're in New York. And he said, no problem, win. So I oh, just got that. But Calvin's tuned. fickle. I'll just say that right now. I got that about What's 30 that minutes ago. He just like, he'll respond, and he'll be like, all right, cool. But he's so busy. As that I said
5: to you today, it's like, it's like the late night girl at midnight with you and Calvin. You t- you text him. You see the three dots. It's, you're saying, sup, you up. Yeah. And it's three dots, and there's just no response. No it's just response. maddening. And, I, yeah. and I'm,
3: I'm not the harass type. I think the reason why <laughs> me and, exactly Alvin, I mean, me and Calvin triggered. are so close is because I don't harass him, and I don't ask him for a lot of things. And I don't want to pick up the phone and be like, you know that pressure you put on somebody? Yeah. with the actual conversation, no, no. I'll never do that. So, uh, so we'll see. He, he's going to be in New York for Dancing with the Stars. we will try to get him on a show, at least stop by for a segment or two. I'm interested to hear him talk about the sport because I think he needed this time away from football because he gave so much to it for so long. He hasn't been talking football, so I know he's been paying attention. I haven't seen him anywhere. So I, I'm interested to see what he's been seeing and what, he, what receivers stand out to him.
2: All right, I think we're going to leave it there. We love all of you guys for listening and for joining us in the morning. Your tweets are really everything to us. So thanks for uh, hanging out with us. Big couple of shows coming up with Thanksgiving Day action. We are we love these games. We're going to
5: the podcast. Yeah, we're going to break them all down. Yeah. How can you do that? You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Stitcher. You can find it on Google Play. And the key is subscribing and tell your friends and tweeting at us. We will always respond. It's one of the good things we do. We like to feed and uh, –
3: Yeah, and you can go online, nfl.com backslash podcast, find us. Check us out, man, and you guys are the voice. So whatever you want us to talk about, hit us up, and we'll talk about it.
2: Hashtag GMFB, talk to you guys later.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses.